This message is brought to you by MESS, Magical Health and Safety Society. Based on today's content, we would like to remind you that the builder of consequences rarely arrives lubricated. An extra thought now may just save your ass later. Please magic responsibly and we hope you enjoy this episode of Your Darkest Beige. Welcome to Your Darkest Beige, your local foul-mouthed occult podcast where we challenge the beige views of the spiritual community. I'm Adelaide Philippe, the author and designer behind the Empire Vertigo project, joined by my fellow magician, Nathan Reynolds. And yes, welcome to your darkest beige. I may or may not start this episode very serious, considering I just heard the 1940s intro right now. (laughs) Oh, so today's beige topic is discipline in the face of resistance. (laughs) Indeed, yes. In case I need to translate that, because that was a French word, let me translate that right now. It is resistance. <gasps> well, there you go. Okay. I learned something new already. Oh, yes. You will die with more intelligence. Yes, thank you. Isn't that the point of this podcast? Uh, well, Ooh. yeah, actually. Yes, actually, it is. <laughs> oh, wait, actually. <laughs> so people start the journey. Meditation, journaling, making their beds, mm-hmm. opening circles. And maybe it goes well for a while. Yes, when you're waving, when you're waving. You're waving at your circle, you're waving, waving at your bed, waving at your journal and saying, hey, I've done it. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Give yourself a wink. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say is because you're riding the high of a wave. That's right. Or a wave of a high, depending on what kind of wave you want to say. It doesn't really don't matter. do drugs, children. Don't, yeah, don't do drugs. Can you tell I'm well-versed in such things? <laughs> <laughs> Total trial. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so then comes the inevitable resistance. When that happens, most people tend to give up. Mm. People abandon the minute it starts getting uncomfortable. Now, they will give themselves all kind of creative excuses as of why abandoning the practice and the discipline they went out to cultivate is okay right now. Yes, it can break down very quickly. Mm -hmm. It gets difficult because you are installing a new way of doing things in your brain. Your brain is still a dinosaur. So you have to train it like you do everything else. Your brain being the seat for your mind. Your mind controls your magic. If you do not control your mind, you do not control your magic. Absolutely. Fuck this traffic outside. <laughs> Try I that know, again. you're so annoying. You're doing so well. Isn't Thank it? you. If you are hearing traffic in the background of this recording, that's because it is that time of day. And mm. like two assholes, we were sitting here thinking it was a good idea to start the recording today because we had fire up our ass. Thank you, yeah. spirit. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's live. It's live. Life is live. Exactly. So your brain is more interested in keeping you safe. Safe for your brain equals comfort. Your brain likes keeping you in things that you already know and you already do, even if ultimately it does not serve you in the long run. So your brain is wired by default to want instant gratification. As a magician, you're going against your basic wiring by training to become comfortable in uncomfortable situations. So you can do what is necessary and what serves you and the world around you, not what's comfortable. And that's not always easy. No, the, the, uh, the right thing to do is often not the easy thing to do. Exactly. So when something happens to people, you know, that don't, it doesn't go their way mm-hmm. and therefore challenges their views of themselves and their world. A few things tend to happen. Mm-hmm. One, people will go, ah, but it's too hard. I can't <laughs> do it. I'm weak anyways, which yeah. I used to do, right? Uh-huh. I used to do that. Yeah, yeah. Or the situation is so unfair and stay in that victim mentality. Now, if that's you and mm-hmm. you're listening right now, 
It's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. So I will send you back to episode two, to the sugar cookie part, and you're going to love me for it. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, yes. Then they would say, well, fuck this. I've tried everything to continue this, and it has not worked. So surely, surely I must not be meant to do it. Yeah. Now, this it's is a this one, is a tricky one. one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, it's it's God or spirit or the angels, yeah, fucking favorite. favorite yeah. <laughs> that somehow are preventing this. They are sitting on my face, and therefore I can't do it. Look, mm-hmm. it's not like it can't ever happen, but that goes with a very specific circumstances or set of circumstances that will most likely not be your case when you start. Yes. And sometimes shit just happens. Shit just happens. You are involved in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. You're in, in the environment outside. Sometimes there is such a thing as wrong place, wrong time. You never know. Yeah, that's right. You know, there's something that we should speak about in another episode mm. on how most people think that there is only structure in this world. There is only the, well, it was meant to happen because it's ordered. And yeah. that's not how this world works. This no. world is dichotomy. Mm. It is you know chaotic chaotic and orderly it Mm. is yes it is both and neither neither at the same time (laughs) and so sometimes chaos is here chaos must be a part of the world Mm. for without chaos there would be only order today's broadcast is brought to you by empire vertigo the empire vertigo project is the world's first ongoing graphic novel recounting the spiritual experiences of a working magician i.e me in the fields of demonolatry high magic and tastic satanism from 1995 to the present day. It features gnosis channeled from spirits like Hecate, Moloch, Lucifer and Raphael. Read chapter 1 and 2 and shop limited edition art now by going to the official website www.empirevertigo.com. There's a very important distinction here between something you want to do and you know is right and good for you but is hard. Right? And something that is genuinely not working for you and that you are being rerouted away from. And we're discussing yeah. the first one today. Mm-hmm. So when you ask them, well, what did you do? Mm. Right? And I believe Tony Robbins had that answer a lot of the time. I remember seeing one of his videos <laughs> and I was like, oh, another one. Yeah. It's like, well, I've done these two things you know, on repeat and they didn't work. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so realistically, you have not done everything You've done these two things and then you abandon ship. That's (laughs) actually what happened versus your perception of what happened, which is Uh I've done everything. Also, you know, definition of insanity. Yes, repeating the same method, expecting a different Uh, outcome. Yeah, exactly. So you've done everything you may have been able to think of, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean you've done everything. Two, when it doesn't work the way they want or doesn't go as planned, the mind will attempt and often succeed at the start Mm -hmm. to float them Mm -hmm. with the ifs and the if only I. Yes, the, uh, the evil ifs and if onlys that creep in very quickly. Yes. So the mind will go, oh, if only I'd done this. Mm-hmm. If only I'd been quicker. If yeah. only I had sacrificed more here or there. If only I had stopped procrastinating. If only, if only, if only, then blah. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You made choices in the past and you made them with whatever facts you had at your disposal. You did the best you could with what you had. And maybe Absolutely. when you made these choices... You knew you could have done better. Mm-hmm. You knew you could have done better. You know, you gave yourself an excuse at the time, and now you have to deal with the consequences. Yeah, exactly. In certain situations, you get to look back with hindsight and clarity of extra information, which mm. you then use to understand why you did what you did. Mm. 
but other times, even in the moment you're making the decision, there will be this tiny part of, the, of you in the back of your head where you already know mm -hmm. that you're making a choice from a, pla a place of uh, discomfort and fear. Yeah, not so tiny sometimes. Yes, also, yes, that's true. It's not always tiny. It's not always subtle. It can be screaming mm -hmm. you in the face, but you, you know, ultimately you make the choice as to whether you ignore it or go with it. That's right. That's right. And your past is not going to change because mm. you wish hard enough, if only. Yes, sadly not. <laughs> sadly <laughs> no. Done. And that is not the type of magic you really want to dwell in. But that mm. is also for another episode. <laughs> your future can and will change according to your will if you redirect your mind towards what options are now available to mm. you. Now, you are in the now. And in this present moment, nowhere else but here. Don't go and dwell in the past. It's pointless. Unless, again, you wish to use this emotional state for your magic in spell casting mm -hmm. and rituals. But that's also another episode. <laughs> yes. Teases for future content. Teases for future content. <laughs> With this mindset as well, people will make projection on what they know nothing about. Mm. Right? Yeah. They made no research on things, or very little. Mm -hmm. Maybe they read one article yeah. somewhere. They watched, like, one YouTube video <laughs> from this influencer, and they're like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Uh -huh. and, you know, again, comfort of opinion without discomfort of thought. Yes, exactly. Sadly, everywhere now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and somehow, they gain the ability to provide an accurate, in their mind, that mm -hmm. is, projection about what something might be or what someone might say in the future. Yeah, exactly. There are oftentimes people can come up with, when assessing a situation, they look at the worst case scenario, look at what that is, and then they never really let go of that, mm -hmm. making yeah. it in their minds, the only possible outcome which may or may not lead to that actually happening. Yes, well done. You're yeah. manifesting what you think. Yes, exactly that. What yeah. you think about, you bring about. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> Quote. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> so that's right. Yeah. And your mind, your mind is often being polluted by projections. That's mm -hmm. what we call it, the pollution, right? Such yeah. as... Well, you know, if this happens, then, or, or, well, if this happens, then, mm. or, well, that means that that will probably happen, or that might happen, mm. and therefore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you're feeling the dread in advance. So what you're, you are actually doing magic in doing this. What you're doing is in using this projection of your mind of whatever crazy scenario mm. that you can come up with, you're feeling the dread in advance that are chilling the fuck out. Because at the moment that you're doing this, most likely there is no danger since your mind is already thinking about the future, you mm -hmm. know? And I get it. This is how our brain was wired. Mm, we yes, were wired to be able to look at a dark cave and project saying, is it safe for me to go? There might be some, you know, an enemy, uh, a wild yeah. animal in mm -hmm. there, some kind of some problem kind of that I will have to deal with. So I have to be careful. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. we haven't evolved really. We, we live in sky carpers with iPhones and things like that. We've been in space, but our brain is still the dinosaur. We haven't evolved. Yeah. And so, yeah, sometimes it's very difficult. You have to remember what your wiring is made of. Mm -hmm. And it's not because you are doing spirituality that you have to forget that you are in matter. Mm -hmm. And science would explain that to you. It's, it's just incredible, people. I promise you. Yeah. Science is very useful. Yeah, it really is, yeah. <laughs> well, it's this whole idea of whenever you're looking at what's going on around you, you're assessing every possible scenario mm -hmm. it, that allows you to plan for the worst, but hope for, or as a magician, manifest the best, right? That's right, that's right. It doesn't mean you can't make plans, but there's strength and power mm -hmm. in having the ability to emotionally detach from the situation. 
yeah. doesn't mean you can't feel your emotions. Mm -hmm. It's more a question of not letting them submerge you. Mm -hmm. If you need a good cry to evacuate the first blow, then do so. Nobody else is judging but mm -hmm. you. Absolutely, right? absolutely right. Then sit down with yourself and regroup. Mm -hmm. Put things into perspective. If you can't even control yourself when an expected bill, breakup, redirecting, whatever is happening, mm -hmm. and you let yourself be submerged by anger, frustration, despair, mm -hmm. and whatnot, how the fuck do you think you're going to do when spirit will bring you universal truth or you know any kind of whatever yes yeah, so then your, your mind starts expanding in ways mm -hmm. you couldn't see as possible before no. uh, yeah if you can't stay calm it, you're gonna yeah. be freaking out very quickly there is a reason why we are pushing this so much because mm -hmm. i see a lot of practitioners that have so much potential in them mm -hmm. and because they they have zero discipline mm -hmm. and zero structure they just kill their entire path before they can even start mm -hmm. it. Or it's so difficult for them because at some point they get picked up by spirit. And trust me, you do not want to let spirit get that discipline for you. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> just, no, yeah, you want to bring that shit on often. yourself first. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if it has to be pushed on you, oh. it's not going to be a nudge. Uh, I, mean, I remember no. in, uh, in the reading you did for me, mm -hmm so this idea of thinking you're ready for anything especially when you start mm -hmm. it's like no no i'm ready i can do it i can do it i can take it it's the luke I and yoda yeah exactly yeah it's the luke and yoda talk in empire strikes yes. back it's it's all of these things and so yeah what you think you're ready for what you're actually ready for are two different things and mm -hmm. sometimes the work you have to do in order to be ready is exactly the kind of thing we're talking about today so it's not because you aren't intelligent enough to know it but it's being able to deal with what you find out yeah and that's right. same as you deal with a circumstance you're not expecting three their sense of self is challenged and that for them mm. is like death and we're not <laughs> talking the cool kind yeah. right like no so people think they know themselves they're like i'm this i'm that you know i'm like this i'm like that or without this i'm nothing without yes. that i'm nothing whatever <laughs> yeah we're in reality there's a higher chance they perceive themselves to be a certain way mm. due to an intricate build involving their bringing and the traumas that may or may not have resulted from existing. Mm -hmm. Their environment, their relationships, yeah. their internal wiring mm -hmm. and the sum of all of this left unchecked and muddled, the shadow. Yep. So when their world falls apart due to change, which is the only constant in life, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> their sense of identity is threatened, attacked, and they feel triggered. Mm -hmm. So they become violent and resentful, often blaming external circumstances for their deficit or what they perceive as such. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they will be ready to kill to protect this sense of self mm -hmm. that is but an illusion because it makes them feel safe. And they wouldn't be looking further than that, you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Also makes them incredibly easy to manipulate yes and whether it's through a, a group you're involved with or just your own shadow mm. that will tell you certain things in mm. certain situations that it's very it's very tricky and there's a story that comes to mind on this of a, a youtuber i watch every now and then called philip mcknight who mm. used to own a musical instruments store some time ago and in a recent video, someone asked him what the most disgruntled customer he ever dealt with was. Mm. And he was recounting a story of a se probably 17, 18-year-old boy who came into their store. Right. 
and he wanted to try out some of the guitars, you know, everything seemed like a normal day. Mm. And he had a policy in his shop whereby you could play as many of the instruments off the wall as you wanted, but rather than just hang them up again after you were done, you would take them to the counter, hand them to whoever was behind the counter, so they could sanitize them, keep them clean, and put them back on the rack. Mm. And for whatever reason, we're not going to project any judgments mm -hmm. on, as to why this may have happened, but this young man came in and something in his mind when he was told about this policy mm. saw it very clearly as an attack or a judgment on him and what he may do, that he may steal them, damage the instrument, and he would mm. repeat after every time that he's not going to damage them, he just wants to play, and they were you know, explaining very calmly that it's not a personal thing, they would do it for anyone who came in. Mm. But he's, he could only see it as a personal attack, and and later that day after he, he ran out, he came back with a gun mm. and, uh, and threatened them all in the shop to show that he had some form of power. Uh, that, you know, and, and it's incredibly sad that it came to something like that over yeah, something that was truly nothing to do with him. It was not a personal affront on him. Yeah, that's right, but, but because of his own such, shadow, yeah. he could only see it as this personal attack. And you will see this at times where people suddenly think that something that happens mm. is a personal attack on them and More they must defend themselves right. and they will defend it with their life or someone else's if they have to because mm. without this sense of self yeah they feel like they have yeah. nothing or that they are nothing yeah, and it makes right. people incredibly dangerous that's correct yeah that's right that's right and as magicians we train to see past this yes. we see to we train to see past ourselves mm -hmm. and past the first perception what an event is like yes. including and especially mm -hmm. when we hit any kind of resistance yes absolutely so what do you do once you realize this is going on you stop spazzing that's mm -hmm. what you do so for <laughs> listeners that are not familiar with the term it's a slang we use in brazilian jiu-jitsu mostly for beginners when they start sparring they think they'll trick you Right, mm -hmm. and end the fight quickly. If they keep moving around all yes. the time, they you move around. Able to figure out what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Taz, but yeah. without the foot. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, exactly. thinking it will prevent you. You know, that it will prevent you from submitting mm -hmm. them. But what yeah. happens instead is that they tie themselves out, and very quickly, while you wait, because you've trained yourself to be patient, mm -hmm. disciplined, and calm, even in situations that look dangerous or chaotic, mm -hmm. especially with this martial art full of lovely dislocations and strangulations. <laughs> Do jujitsu. Anyway. <laughs> Sign up today. Sign up today. You will save your energy and only release it when an opening shows itself, therefore winning the fight with as little efforts as possible. Yes. Uh, for other examples, you can also look to nature for yes. this. If you watch any animal hunting, whether it be a lion, tiger, bird of prey, you realize the amount of energy they put out whilst chasing down their food is so great that they will not do it unless there is an almost guarantee That's of food right. yeah. or they're incredibly desperate mm -hmm. and they will sit for hours waiting for the right moment to strike letting meal after meal go by That's right. wait yeah just waiting for the the perfect moment to save their energy especially right. with the environments they live in that's right. And so why is this relevant here? Why are we giving you a National Geographic and a Jiu-Jitsu class? <laughs> <laughs> We're not. 
No David Attenborough uh, uh, impersonators. Uh, because the same principles apply in your daily life, people tend to follow the chaos, and yeah. that's the problem that we have, right? Yes. They get absorbed by it, mm -hmm. and they create more on top of what's already there yes. in order to try and escape their reality. <laughs> and it does the other, it goes the other way around. Yeah, you know? it's yeah, getting swept up in the chaos of everything else. Yeah, right? that's yeah. right. That's right. And when you let your mind fly off without any structure, it creates complete chaos. It costs valuable energy, mm -hmm. and it prevents you from having the breakthrough you need to overcome your situation because all of this energy is just directed towards where you do not want it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you may miss your safest and best option or opening in a situation right. because you're looking the other way or worrying uh -huh. about something else. That have not happened yet. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is stand still. Mm -hmm. And that's very difficult for a lot of people. We yeah. talked about that in, I believe, episode one and, and perhaps also episode two of people just spazzing left and right, mm -hmm. you know, not being able to stand still, listening to music 24-7, listening yes. to TV, mm -hmm. putting the radio on, doing something, I must do something, I must do something, I must do something. Mental distractions. Mental yeah. distractions all the time. Mm -hmm. So the aim is that the more chaotic the exterior, the calmer your internal state is. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the rule. Print it out. Put it somewhere yeah, in your exactly, house. Yeah. Above your bed that you've made. <laughs> exactly. Well done. You've well made done. your bed. <laughs> Catch what's going on and see it for what it is. Mm -hmm. So sit with it calmly. Mm -hmm. That's what meditation trains you to do. Yeah. Journal your thoughts. Put them on paper. And it, it often helps reorganize your mind. Oh, right. Absolutely. And it brings clarity. And these are such valuable tools. And that's why we keep repeating ourselves and insisting yes. on the importance of having them as second nature. Yeah. Yeah. Journaling your thoughts, having the words down on paper. It's so invaluable for this. Sometimes that's even right. meditation, you can, it, it's, it's like a, a different form of meditation. It, it's sim yeah. similar yeah. results achieved a different way. And mm -hmm. therefore having it as an extra tool in the belt. Is, is just never going to be a bad thing. Oh, that's for sure. So that's where you get to the notion of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You have to sacrifice feeling comfortable right now to obtain what you want later. Yep. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, yes. I have just debunked the notion of sacrifice in the magical path. It has nothing to do with smelly, screaming babies <laughs> or anything else like that. And it has everything to do with your comfort at the moment. Yes for a better future. Mm -hmm. People start a spiritual practice and then when mundane life hits, they give this as an excuse to drop the ball, mm -hmm. right? Like this spiritual stuff is intangible. Yeah, I can't see, I can feel it, I can't experience the results yet and it's different from everything else mm -hmm. because you know, everything else in my tangible reality, I may or may not see results faster and if I don't see the results right the fuck now, then, you know, it's not mm -hmm. worth my time, or it's not this, it's not that. Yes, it'll save me time if I just stop doing it. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I'll get to it later, you know, <laughs> yeah. when I have time, because mm -hmm. I don't have time now, and mm -hmm. they see it as a side hustle, or you're a thing to do on weekend or whatever. They're yes. dabbling. Dab yes, that That's is right. the definition of a dabbler. It's not that important, mm -hmm. whatever, when actually it is important. It's in moments where shit hits the fan that you want to be even calmer. Mm -hmm. And take that extra time to peace your mind out, to talk to your guides or your spirit, not reject them, mm -hmm. not give the excuse that, you know, oh, yeah, well, they'll hate me anyway because I'm a lazy fucking wanker or whatnot, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go back to it because I don't want no archangel or demonic spirit or god of whatever to mm -hmm. come back on my ass because of it. Congratulations on yet another creative self-sabotage story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a funny mindset to have. 
uh-huh. because the idea that you would be treated hmm. poorly or, or viewed as weak or what have you from an entity that you may well be petitioning and That's working right. with yeah. for a new life partner uh-huh. or, you know, even whether it's a new car or whatever, right? Mm. The idea that suddenly you would be self-conscious about asking them for help when something, especially outside of your control, if it is a chaotic situation, comes along mm. and you would have a worry that you would be blamed or everything you're doing wrong would be thrown at you, you know, you're a useless piece of shit. Yeah, that's right. Is, is a very interesting thing to me. Like, yeah, if, if you trust them with a new life partner, why would you not be wanting to ask them for advice in any situation that's yes, going on in your life, especially right. something unknown? Mm-hmm. You're dealing with the unknown already to help you. <laughs> help you understand your world around you and if something unknown comes at you ask them for help ask them for help they're not going to turn around even if there is something you need to learn about what you're doing that is making it more difficult for you it's still never going to be thrown at you in a way that is going to attack you personally again Mm -hmm. it goes back to this idea if you're worried that something you are doing or not doing will be thrown at you by spirit because you ask for help it might be that that's just you telling yourself you already know you should be looking at it differently or doing something differently. Yes. You're projecting your previously realized... Uh-huh. Uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for there? Your previously realized or, or previous realizations of your own behavior mm-hmm. onto them mm-hmm. whilst not actually addressing your behavior that you already realize is maybe not the most beneficial. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, that's right. And people yeah. do that a lot when it comes uh-huh. to spirits and the divine. They project their own humanity, their own failures, yes. and their own limitations on the either. divine. So they're not going Absolutely to Absolutely not. No, no, they're not humans with superpower. I mean, we are going mm. towards a later episode here, but I think it was worth yes, you know, putting it in there, people. Because for those of you which are listening to this podcast and that are actually working with spirits already, mm. one way or another, that is something to remember. That yeah. is also something we see a lot on various social media platforms. You know, and it's not social media's fault, by the way. No, it's no, the it's people which are the people on social media. <laughs> the social media is just a platform, so yeah, no excuse exactly. there. Yeah. People spread that all the time. Mm. When they speak of spirit, it's almost like they are these yeah, these humans with superpower that will enact like other humans would do to you. Yes. And they have very human emotions as well. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see that in, in folklore and things like that. It's, it's not quite how this works yeah. well, it's like when we talked about them being triggered because you say the end wrong oh yeah that's it's right yes, like yes. They, back to episode 2 yes exactly <laughs> yes. in episode 2 they're not going to have their own shadow mm-hmm. similar to these people who we talked about earlier think they know what a situation is or if mm-hmm. you go to them for advice they'll say well, no I can guarantee you if you do that this person will do this or this organisation this will be the outcome it's, it's never going to be that. And I, it does take a minute to realize that you're not going to get that, especially if that's what you're used to from your everyday human interactions. That's right. It's not that they can't be correct mm-hmm. in some of these assumptions. It's the idea that they think it is the only yes. assumption to have. This mm-hmm. is the problem. So knowing all of this, what's the most important skill that you can develop to help you move? through this discipline yeah Yeah, i know it's exactly what you fucking wanted to hear (laughs) now not more beer not more cigarettes not sticking your head in the sand Uh i often say fuck your motivation Mm. and and i hear the the following a lot Mm. well i I stop for now but you know i'll I'll do it again when motivation will be back yeah when things get easier when motivation will come back yes exactly and motivation is like the sea 
it comes and goes and not always on your timing so if you spend your time waiting for motivation to come it's never going to be a fulfilling practice or a fulfilling life yeah. instead cultivate discipline mm-hmm. ha <laughs> Cultivating discipline leads to a stronger mind. A stronger mind leads to more achievements, more power, and the ability to create tangible change in your reality. Mm-hmm. If you have a breakdown one day, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a moment. It's just an instant in time. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, the contour is back to zero, and you can start again, right? And be mm-hmm. even better. Yep. Because you would have taken the time to observe where you failed, why you failed, you forgive yourself, you let go of the guilt and you move on. Yes, those last three are very important, and by the way. Very important. <laughs> Don't do the first three without doing those. And discipline must come from within. That's also mm-hmm. something incredibly important, right? If you've read the graphic novel, you know some of the first few words Lucifer said to me mm-hmm. was that true power comes from within. Yes, absolutely. That this flame had to be the flame from within. Yes. And it took me a while let's say, to understand what that meant. Simple words with quite (laughs) heavy connotations. connotations, (laughs) As they often do, that is spirit for you. Exactly. Exactly. And and discipline is the same. It has Mm. to come from within. You cannot let external circumstances dictate what you decide to do with this. No one can really discipline you. Not really. Not in a way that will give results. It's not your parents. It's not your school, and it's not your spirit's job to discipline you. Looking for external systems that have this reward and punishment structure is at best a band-aid. Maybe you'll follow it for a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe letting go of everything that you are and constructing yet another mask to mold yourself to this system and its unrealistic expectations because they are incredibly unrealistic yeah. for most of them out there, which mm-hmm. I will not name, but you know. Anyway, I'm sure we will come to them in a later episode. Yes. The problem with this is that you lack the understanding of why this would or wouldn't be beneficial for you to do and for your community. Mm-hmm. And so you do it for other people yeah. or for fear of divine punishment or celestial rewards or whatnot, mm-hmm. but not because you understand why it's necessary to give you what you want. And under these false pretenses, when shit hits the fan, you let go of the entire fucking thing. Yeah, absolutely. The why behind things is always so important. It's so it's important. one of the most important That's questions. Right. Just because someone says something is a certain way, mm-hmm. ask why. Yeah. If they can't explain it in a way that makes sense to you, mm-hmm. then you need to question it. And especially, obviously, do your own research. But you need to look into it deeper. Mm-hmm. The why is always so important. Yeah, that's right. When something goes wrong and doesn't make sense in that structure any longer, you drop it and then use this as an excuse not to do what's necessary. Mm-hmm. So it's time to let go of that child's mentality. Take responsibility <laughs> for yourself if you are told that you now are. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on becoming an adult. <laughs> I know it's very difficult. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right, this podcast will always tell you the truth. Yes, adulting yeah. sucks. Uh-huh, no one likes so. it. It's horrible. Dwelling in the guilt also provides great excuses for procrastination. Mm -hmm. Forgiving yourself is not, it is not another excuse to be a piece of shit. Oddly, it said it was okay to break down today, so I'll just let myself go every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, no, I don't think so, mate. Ultimately, you're only lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. 
That said, it's not a reason to become so unbending that you're injuring yourself because the new excuse for self-sabotage will be, I can't allow any failure, so it doesn't matter. I'm a sacrifice. So I don't know yeah. why you would sound like this. Well, you're not you an anime mindset, protagonist. <laughs> saying, right? yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's like unbalanced the, <laughs> the other way. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that is unbalanced in another way and yet another way to, uh, to make sure you risk fucking yourself for life, yeah, potentially. That's right. that's so right. you have to be smart about it, which is why we say be present and be aware of yourself and what is really going on. Ask yourself if you're genuinely about to break mm. or if you're giving yourself excuses because it's really fucking hard. Mm. And I've often found it's good to say out loud even, this is really fucking hard. Yeah. And you might say it with tears in your eyes, you might say it and be completely stoic, you might be screaming inside and having mm. to keep calm exterior. I, I don't see it as a weakness to turn around and say that something I'm going through right now is really fucking hard. That's right. Yeah, you have to look at it that way. Start with your mundane life and start small. Yeah, that's right. This discipline will allow you to hold yourself while you're struck with downloads of higher understanding and emotions, mm -hmm. while in full vis, right? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps surrounded by various spirits. Yeah, or you might be hit with alchemy. Mm -hmm. uh, that, the best. Yes, ah. exactly. And you may be feeling all kinds of effects. And for various reasons, but I will say not abandonment here, mm -hmm. yes. there may not always be someone there when you call out asking for answers to tell you what is going on in that very moment. That is also yet another story for yet another time. It's something we will get to because I think it's important to talk about. It'll serve you astrally not to lose your way, no matter what side of the tree you're exploring, what current you're a part of, or what planes you're pulled in. Mm -hmm. Doing what's uncomfortable, doing it every day, will become easier. And doing it from a non-judgmental viewpoint is what will allow for maximum results in your practice and in your life. The Dark Lord hopes you have enjoyed this program. Because the Satan principle. <coughs> 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 <coughs>